I'm just giving her some wisdom songs. Beautiful songs. These are the songs of my people, haven't they? <laughs> What's that song about? <laughs> it's not my fault your kid doesn't understand English yet. Hey, she's very advanced. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to waste actual words on her. So Anna and I are sat in my living room together. <gasps> yes. Something that was in my belly is now on Anna's chest, drooling, I would say, all over you. Yeah. And her baby's here as well. <laughs> John, get off Anna's chest. <laughs> oh no, she's opening her eyes. Go no. to sleep, you stupid baby. You don't know anything. It's working. You don't speak English yet. Do you speak any of the Latin languages? Oh, look. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Still Legit. <laughs> Where Anna sings dubious songs to a So what's happened is I've become very jealous of, first of all, how many listeners the podcast that I'm not on has got. I mean, yeah. So I've dipped out the podcast and not one of you has messaged me to say, Emily, we really miss you from the podcast. Anna's fucking this up. Please come back. Yeah, I think that's actually because we'd you'd really done a good job of creating a veneer that covered up your latent neediness. Well, but now people know. <laughs> uh, so maybe you should message Emily and make her feel a bit more wanted. Could you? I'm just here in my living room, trapped on the sofa for days, feeding, burping and shitting. Oh. And I've got a baby. Ooh. Another joke about John. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the main question is, Emily. Yeah. You're right. Oh, my God. The thing is, I want to do it, you're right, but I'm so scared of being, and I've got my quote fingers out, one of those, one of those mums. Hey. I am. Hey, hang on. Here's, here's a question for the podcast. Okay. Is it legit to be calling mums who want to talk about essentially what is going on in their lives? One of those mums. Do you know what I'm doing when people like female comedians only talk about periods and babies? Yeah. Only and talk I'm... about their life experiences. Soz. Um, Okay, well, uh, I'm a mum. It's very consuming. Most of my conversations now are about milk, poo and how much my nipples hurt. And that's like just conversations with myself, with my child, with my boyfriend, with you. Yeah. And now with our listeners. And it used to just be poo. It used to just... It did, it did. <laughs> It did. I had really bad IBS before I had but a baby, now. and now I'm so regular. It's the best thing about guys. If you suffer with IBS, highly recommend try for a baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've got no pelvic floor muscles left, and my nethers are like a Jackson Pollock painting. Your what? Your nethers? <laughs> my yeah, nethers. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's we'll so worth it. <laughs> it's so worth it. We'll post a picture. <laughs> Um, it's wonderful. She's awful. She's brilliant. She's a real dickhead, isn't oh, she? Yeah, she's so fucking cute. She's really cute, but she is proper dickhead. You've seen her. You saw her this afternoon being a dick. She was. She was being. Ah, uh, she's still so cute while she's being a dickhead. Yeah, I don't have to live with her. That's the thing. No. Oh my god, she looks so cute right now. It's really good for a podcast. But, you know, it's nice to have. Um, it's nice that people say she's cute and. Because I want her to grow up and know that it's not about looks, but until she can make words, 
it is about looks, isn't it? Yeah. Like, do I have an alien child? Yeah. yeah and yeah, you yeah. don't want people to say, oh, she's cute, but you can see in their eyes that only you think she's cute. Yeah. And she does oscillate between really cute and very filmic. She does. She's way better in person than she is on film. She's not photogenic. She's really not photogenic. <laughs> she looks like a dickhead. <laughs> We'll post a picture. Uh, uh, oh, Actually, oh, lovely. We won't post a picture. Yeah, is because it, is that, I'm not allowed. Father exactly, won't let me. Yeah. Her dad, not mine. Was, My dad doesn't care. I was thinking that because I was like, she's so, Oh, she's smiling. She's thinking she can. Your ears burning. Yeah. Your hairy little ears burning. She's got hairy ears. <laughs> this is. Is this podcast going to be about her? Well, it's about whatever we want it to be. All right, fine. Oh, yeah, just so you know, this podcast is about whatever we want it to be now, this episode anyway. Yeah, yeah, we just... Um, she's smiling at you. <laughs> she looks very drunk on milk. Well, that was the thing, guys, because as I said at the end of the last episode, and I hope you listened to the last episode, and I hope you listened right to the end... You where, bastards. ...where I'm just <laughs> being like, I'm all alone and I'm speaking. But I, as I was saying, you know, I missed my wife. Mm, I missed you. And um, we're actually in the same room, which, which we've is... never done on the podcast before. Okay. If anybody listening is expecting a child or knows somebody who's expecting a child, they say in like, I did an NCT class and they said, be really careful about what visitors you have after you have a baby. And I didn't really get the importance of that until Anna came round two weeks ago. Is it two weeks ago? Mm, yeah. You came round two weeks ago and just made me a cup of tea, went to our fridge, or saw all the vegetables that we weren't going to cook, and just made them into three different meals, made me a chana masala, um, got a glass of wine and edited the podcast while I had a little nap. And I was like, this is the kind of visitor you need. <laughs> just only invite people who are either going to bring you food or make you food. No one that you have to make a cup of tea for. Just only invite the kind of people that come in and just look after you. Because if you're inviting people that just want to hold the baby, that's just going to piss your baby off. And that's, oh yeah, I mean, that's also if you're not expecting a child, but you ever interact with anyone who has yeah. a child, you better be looking after that person. Look after I the mum. looking after that mum. Look at, you looked after the dad as well. Mm. It's the first thing he'd really eaten. Oh, so, guys, I mean, how how do you lot do it? It's a lot. It's. I am impressed. If there's any single mums, oh my god, I just want to kiss your I feet. I think there are. No, there's no. <laughs> if there's any single mums in the world, can you imagine? No. I know this is just a concept for now, but if there are any single mums, uh, I want to kiss your feet and your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. How do you do it? I, I can't do it. I don't know. It's really fucking hard, man. It is hard. But in the last bit of my you're right, this is why I'm you're right. <laughs> um, because this week I've done a voiceover. I've done two audition tapes. I've done some work, baby girl. I've done work. And I shouldn't define myself by work, but it makes me feel human. Mm. And I fucking did it. You did and it did while it with... leaking milk out of your boobs. I <laughs> literally have a milk stain on my top. <laughs> and we had to lose two takes from a video because my child was snoring in the background so cute though we can actually play in some of that snoring got a voice note of <gasps> yeah, it can yeah can we um here's a bit of here's a bit of robin snoring um my love yeah what what are you thinking about when you're you know jiggling the baby when you're jiggling her she's heavy my arm hurts mm. I love her. 
That's good. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, I love you so much. And I'm thinking, go the fuck to sleep. Yeah. And why can't I put you down? Why Why won't you sleep on your back? Are you dying? Here's a question. Am I about to kill you? Why don't Are you okay? they come out like on the back. a foal? <laughs> on a bike. Like a foal. Like they just learn to stand up and walk yeah. off. Yeah, exactly. And... <laughs> I would love it if Robin came out and just <laughs> cantered away. So would I. <laughs> just so would I. Cantered around the paddock. I've got um you just because I'm now thinking of how she did come out, I probably will use this opportunity to uh talk about the NHS, if that's alright. Baby girl. I know you hate me talking about the NHS <laughs> and you only like me talking about private <laughs> I just, I'd much rather we talk about privatising. Um, are you paying for it? Then no, we're not talking about it. <laughs> so um, I spent three days in hospital after I'd had Robin, and so did Robin, uh, on a different ward to me. And I've never um, spent so much time in the care of the NHS. And I had some of the best and worst care hand in hand alongside. Anna's so invested in this that she's saying... It's just shushing the baby. Oh no, your eyes are rolling back. Great, she's possessed. La 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 some of the best and worst. Some of the best, best and worst care hand in hand. But it really made me realise how overworked they are. The nurses that and Jesus. the midwives that looked after me, mm. they couldn't get to me, and they felt really bad for it. And these women had no breaks, absolutely no breaks at all, and were in from nine in the morning till nine at night. They look knackered. They've got lots of women to look after, which means that the care I got, you know, I got a different person every time. Mm. Some of them really grumpy. Some of them amazingly uh, generous and patient with the patients. And I remember saying to one of the midwives, thank you for being so nice to me. She said, oh, I'm just doing my job. And I said, you're not, though, because mm. you don't have to do this with Bedside all the... manner is bonus, isn't oh, it? Oh, my God. But up on Robin's ward on the ICU, there were lots of parents kicking off because they want, you know, the care for their baby. But these women, again, and I say women because it's it was women on the ward. There are lots of males there as well working in the NHS. Gah, spoiler. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you really ruined that. Again, um, I had to try and feed her. This is a long story, but I had to try and feed her every three hours. Hey, hey, hey. hey. This is this your is a time. short story. This is your time. <laughs> I had to try and feed her every three hours because the bitch was not latching. and But that meant 11 o'clock at night, um, oh, 2 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. Every three hours. Every three hours. <laughs> but I'm saying through the night. So yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get... It was very stressful. And there I saw the nurses and the attendees uh, or attendants, I don't know, just always there like you wouldn't know that if you just went onto the ward you wouldn't know that they've been there the whole time they have lots of babies to look after and it means that nobody's really getting the amount of care that they need but these people are working as hard as they possibly can so i'm just like fucking save the nhs is what i'm saying 
Oh and, God! Uh, I mean, on, that's on, not even up for debate, is it, guys? No, I mean, no, I know it is. But they have a lot of agency staff as well. <clears throat> that I'm so sorry to say this didn't seem to give a shit, and this is only on my ward and my experience. It's probably some level of investment, you know, of personal investment, so to speak. Not. not I spoke to a midwife who said that they don't like to work on the postnatal ward because there's no way that they can give the care that they like to give. Mm two patients because they have to get around so many people oh, that must be so and they hate working the shift because they go away feeling like they have not been able to deliver the care that they want I to i mean we would love to if any of our listeners um you know work in that field love to hear from you leave us a yeah. voice note or something and also thank you <clears throat> thank you so much for everything that you do and for keeping me and my child alive that's that's just from emily that thank you i hate you, know, you. I, I could take it or leave it <laughs> <laughs> what are you really doing for me that's what i want to know i want to know um, is how much is booper ooh, and <laughs> no you know i've got love for midwives because my mum was a midwife oh my god i didn't know that yeah mum yeah, man. She I knew she was a medical professional. Yeah. But when you refer to it, you usually say medical professional. You don't say midwife. Do I? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never said medical professional. You nurse. say... I've said she's a nurse. Yeah. That's she what I said. Oh. <laughs> medical professional. She was a nurse. Yeah. She was a nurse and then she was also a midwife. She what did. do you reckon, Robin? Uh, you fan fan of my mum? Oh, she's a bloody legend as well, you know. Uh, <laughs> So I guess um, I want to say, yes, I'm all right. I'm recovering. I'm well. And I just wanted to throw that thing in. Just um, Hey, Robin. Shut up, Robin. Stop trying to steal the limelight already. I know. We want a Safi, you know. That, that's oh, what we're very on. sensible. Yeah, we just want you to just really stay out of the limelight while we take it all. Yeah, and like nurses when we have hangovers. Just bring us martinis. Well, here's a thing. Here's a still legit thing. Breastfeeding. Oh, my God. Yeah, we should have jumped straight in with that. Yeah, guys. Oh, my God. I hope you're enjoying this, uh, men, because, you know, wake up. This is happening. Um, but but I just think it's terrible that, like, you're, you're given so much grief if you, like, have a glass of wine or... You're, you're, and then if you breastfeed or you don't breastfeed, but then if you do breastfeed, then you're not allowed to drink after nine months of not drinking. Let me tell you this. Please. So uh, I had a little walk with Robin. Yeah. And my mum. Legend. And we went past the butchers just down the road. Yeah. And the guy in there recognised me from when I bought some chilies from him. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, the baby's here. And I said, yeah, the baby's here. His name is Mo. He's got very big earlobes. That's all we need to know about it. Oh, really painting a picture. Yeah. And he said, the baby's here. And I said, yeah, the baby's here. And he said, is it a boy? Weird. Isn't that weird? Don't get, People yeah. need to place it. And I just say the boy or a girl fucking, if you want to know. But also, like, what? Why do you need to know the gender? Babe, of that's the baby? not even it, right? Okay, cool. So I, I said, talk about that. she's a girl. Her name is Robin. He said, Mashallah. Do you know what Mashallah means? And I said something to do with God. And he said, By the grace of God. And I went, Oh, thank you. Um, and he said, When did she come? And I said, Four weeks ago. And he said, Lovely. Are you breastfeeding? And I said, Yes. Hang on, what? Why are you... F- and he went, oh, well done, well done. And we walked off. I was mm. like, did he just... First of all, so many layers. Mm. First of all, what if I'm not breastfeeding? Mm. Second of all, why are you asking me as a question? Yeah. Are you breastfeeding? We don't know each other. Again. Do I have to prove it? You want to see my titties? Yeah, again, it's like... And then if you were to say no, it oh. feels like another version of being asked... Are you married? Yeah. Do you have a part? Do you have a boyfriend? A weird one when I was <clears throat> pregnant was, were you trying? What? 
Oh, were you just having casual sex? What are you asking me? What are were you, you trying? Asking? Was it a surprise? No, well, what? Yeah, like... Are you breastfeeding? I just think there's so much qualifying that goes on that's really... It just speaks to so many of people's um, internal biases. Yeah. Like, they yeah. want to know what gender it is so they can say if it's beautiful or a big bouncing boy or yeah. it's a pretty little How girl. How do we now praise your child? Yeah. They want to know if you're breastfeeding. Like, are you a good mother? Because... It's so, like, it's pushed so hard, breastfeeding. Not fucking breastfeed, it's, man. Right. I am breastfeeding Fuck and it's you. fucking hard. It's really hard. I don't have the nipples for it. I know that already. And I am in an, an NCT group with lots of mums. Nobody has it easy. It's all very different layers of how fucking hard it is. And it's pushed, even on formula bottles, it's like breast is best because they have to say it. Mm. I know babies that have been formula fed and are very healthy and very fine listen don't get me wrong and the mums can drink yeah exactly and and leave <laughs> and, the house and dad can feed yeah exactly. or other mum exactly and there's also something <laughs> sorry my child's is... lip is stuck to she's a little drool monster and she's she's glued herself to my top yeah sorry <laughs> but there's you know okay obviously whilst fully acknowledging the fact that the formula was pushed in developing nations yes and they were mothers were were told that it was better to use formula i didn't know that actually did you know so they basically like went in and were like breast milk no gross Uh, no way primitive take formula formula's better for your baby and hang on who did this and when uh i don't want i want his name get a lawsuit (laughs) on me but you know a big oh okay it was the companies that company yeah i see so of course as you well, I as you see. may or may not know, that breastfeeding is like a natural contraceptive, and it's you know it plays a big part in not getting you pregnant right away whilst you're still breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. So obviously, women who don't have access to contraceptives, that would be a way of spacing out their babies that was just naturally occurring. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Whereas you go into formula A, you're not creating it; you have to purchase it. Yeah. It creates a dependency. Oh my God, I thought you were like Formula A and I was like, there's a Formula B? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Of course, they're like... Yeah, become dependent on our product now yeah. buy our product yeah and obviously there's there's there are good things about breastfeeding like blah 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 antibodies ah, good things Ooh, nature magic milk obviously fantastic we love it we're mad for it but the main thing in that scenario is that it meant that women were having babies and get getting pregnant when they're at their bodies are actually not ready to be pregnant yeah it's different in the west where you are very unlikely to then suddenly become pregnant because we have a much more although they uh, they did say to us on they give you a big lecture when you leave the ward about how fertile you are and don't rely on the breastfeeding because actually if you miss a feed or if you miss this yeah, and, blah, 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 blah. and she imagine. said the amount of women that we see at literally a year 10 months to a year no, thank and you. I was like who's, who's having sex within the month like I'm impressed but also ow you, you, you said five years five years minimum five years minimum yeah, yeah. and that's just with John <laughs> poor John yeah I know. That's the best contraceptive, isn't it? <laughs> what, mugging off your partner? Yeah, having nethers like a Jackson Pollock and not wanting to use them for a while. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ, and mugging you. off. Nethers like a Jackson Pollock. 
Yeah, but it is amazing. I just feel like in the run up to the birth, everybody pushes breastfeeding so much that it must be such a mind fuck for uh, people that either I don't mean, want to or is. can't. And it is really fucking hard. I'm sure hard. plenty of people listening to this are like, yeah, it's trauma. It's the same to do with natural birth. It's the same yeah. to do with, unless you had this child like some kind of woodland fairy <laughs> and it all, the stars aligned and it plopped out... <laughs> <laughs> started cantering around the fields. <laughs> what kind of fairy stories have you been reading, Brophy? <laughs> Sorry. Somebody misunderstood the magic faraway tree. Um, <laughs> unless your baby's spoon face. Was it spoon face? Oh, something like yeah. that, yeah. Shout out to the magic faraway tree. <laughs> Probably not part. legit. No, oh, and... never revisiting it in case it's not legit. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that because oh, that I was... one of the books that we do. Yeah. Those mythical books that we talk about. Yeah, listen, we did a book, guys. Bridget Jones' diary. We watched the film of the book. Yeah, I, I thought you were talking about the BBC adaptation the whole way through, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so here's the thought. I'd love to sort of share with you i know it's not my you're right but it is your you're right you're showing it well yeah okay yeah we're sharing it as long as it's about me yeah fucking well, hell you've got lovely legs oh haven't you our legs are the same color anna bought me a pair oh. of shorts we've got similar color legs we do and similar in dryness as well. yeah we're ashy you've got <laughs> such lovely thighs babe emily thank you for saying this while we're recording it's so nice <laughs> Lovely thigh. Oh, what are we okay. okay. We'll pop a picture on the other side. What's going to say? Imagine if I was a man and saying that. Oh, yeah. But imagine if a man imagine, said that. Oh, yeah, oh that's not right. No, that's mine. Now. Sorry. I've been trying to be nice. Well, it was just a compliment. I'm just trying to be nice. And yes, so what I was. You're right there, Robin. Green the mic. Oh, and then come she literally on. stopped. That's ridiculous. Come on, mate. Perform. I'm just pumping up this airbed. <laughs> so if I was to ask you, Anna, you're all right? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I just thought what I could say are some of the things, some of the anxieties that swirl around my head when it comes to the podcast. One of them was, oh, and someone pointed it out on Twitter rightfully, was my rampant use of the word prostitute. Instead uh-huh. of sex worker, okay. when we did Pretty Woman. Is that because she's billed <clears throat> on the film as a prostitute? Actually a hooker. She's, a, oh my God. Hooker is what they say in the film. And you're like, I'm not saying that, I'm going to say prostitute. Yeah. I'm going to upgrade my dated phrase. And it's weird because I feel like there was some judgment on my part. Not judgment, mm, well, hard to say. But I felt like I have in my mind, here, here we go. Yeah. I have in my mind an image of what I think a sex worker is. And they are, because the ones that I interact with, so to speak, are outspoken advocates, blah, 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 uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Um, and obviously this is a very Hollywoodified, Disneyified kind of version. And I just didn't connect her to what her industry is. I see. Does I that see. make any sense? Yeah, it kind of, it kind of does. Because I was like, she probably wouldn't refer to herself as a sex worker. She's not, in the film, the character is not an empowered yeah. sex worker. Yes, exactly. She's playing this part that is saying, oh, no one chooses this life, you know, blah, blah, blah. I see, I see. But that doesn't make her 
that doesn't make not as I'm I still miss I still feel felt like I misnamed her you're calling out <clears> your <throat> own you're calling out your own oh, internal yeah because the thing is we don't it's a different world yeah and I'm so I apologize to to any sex workers um who might have felt like that was a bit insensitive feel free to write in and mug me off um <laughs> but it's interesting because just discussing these uh, films and programs it's changing the way i think we think i think so right? too yeah yeah and i actually like it when people call us out and stuff yeah i really like it because actually we're like yeah we're learning too yeah. we're happy to and even when we edit the podcast mm-hmm. when i'm doing the edit new things will occur to me things that you've said when i'm like oh, i did not see it from that angle yeah it's, yeah, I you mean, can't see things from other angles unless you talk, and I think that's so important generally, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That sounds like such a patronising, stupid thing to say. No, but it's interesting. No, it doesn't, because it's interesting that just having a conversation with someone who you think, oh, is like-minded, even then, when you're in a non-defensive space... Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Without even thinking that you're trying to push yourself... Um, you are, it's been great, basically, is what I'm saying. I've really enjoyed. I've really loved it when people people have got in touch with us. Mm. And it is usually men. Yeah. That I wouldn't girls are a bit to. shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but men have, the, in that non-defensive way, yes. have, have written in and said, oh, I never really thought about that. Yeah, shout or, out to you guys. Yeah, it's, it is really brilliant. And it goes, oh, it makes me think, yes, that's why that's why we're doing this. We have a laugh. And yeah. we never set out for the podcast to be like, we want to change the way people think about. No. But it is changing. But it is always part of our secret agenda. <laughs> <laughs> now, I guess what I'm saying is now is probably a good time for me to say, just in terms of my own anxiety, that it's out there. We're not claiming to be experts about no. anything. We're very much just part of the conversation and we're interested. So... If there are inconsistencies or there's things we miss, we do really, we want to know, want to be on that journey. Yeah, that is important to say. Yeah, we're not experts. We're just two lasses who like to have a laugh we and a like jab. We to have a laugh. Um, hold the microphone a second. I need some water. Yeah, sure. And also you were holding Robin's hand and I was getting jealous. <laughs> She's got such a cute little hands. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. They've got cute little hands. And absolutely pointless <clears throat> fingernails and toenails. Yeah, that's true. So They're sharp. just terrifyingly so sharp. Unnecessary. Would you please? She is so cute. Okay. Just taking a photo of Anna. Oh, she's so cute. Okay. Um, and so another thing I was, uh, I thought, I well, I discovered um, after the Ace Ventura episode we just did. Without me. I know. Anna, you've been holding on to Ace Ventura for so the long. The first one, the first one. Yeah, I know, but it's like, but we're doing number two. I know. You've even said it with Jack. Yeah, but we're doing the second but one. But you should have seen me and Jack's messages. Um, he was like, oh, I don't know what I should choose. I did love the mask. And then Ace, he mentioned Ace Ventura and he was like, but could we do that? I was like, because I used to love it. I was like, oh my God, me too. I'm and in. <laughs> we almost wasted all of our chat before the podcast because we were just geeking out about Jim Carrey. But as you, the listener, would know, there was plenty of that still in the <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> Um, but yes, we mentioned in that episode, episode, episode. I, don't know why I said it like that. <clears throat> Trying to speak quite softly because of the bebe. I'm not. Uh, she's used to your beautiful voice, so. Mm. Um, oh, look at her fat little this cheeks. This is the longest she oh slept in God, so freaking long. Her little cheeks off. <laughs> so 
one of the things, yeah, we mentioned Sophie Okonedo and mm. how women had to kind of, women of colour having to go through the rigmarole of doing the accents and the tribal stuff. You just or, do that in your own accent, please. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's, uh, I did a lot of lighting incense and can you play a geisha and can you do, yeah, can you do martial arts? Can you look spiritual? Can you be a prostitute? Before they can be taken seriously, and we then went. Do on. I let you say prostitute now? Mm. Yeah, good point. We're learning. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. But again, yeah, and that's mm, interesting. Mm. Um, Sorry, but I I dragged you off. No, no. There. Yeah, and then we went on to talk about women in general in mm-hmm. Hollywood and kind of talked about wine scene a little bit. All of this is to say that then when I was looking up further after the after the episode, what a waste of time. Um, <laughs> but I realised um, Sophie Okonedo was cast in a film. Um, the director chose her as the lead in, I think it's called Monkey Something. Can't look at it now. Holding a baby. Um, do the research after the podcast. Yeah, That's we, the way we do it. Yeah, yeah, you, you'll be able to see it. And basically, it was being produced by Miramax, and the director came out uh, two, three years ago and said, RV Weinstein kept being like, yeah, but do you think she's fuckable, though? But is she fuckable? Oh. Is she fuckable? Until, and he kept saying, she's yes, the best. actually. If she is, very. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that's by the by, and that's not her worth. But he kept saying, yeah, she's the best actress for the job. And then eventually, after he Weinstein said again, "But do you think she's fuckable?" He said, "Don't ruin this film because you want to you want to bone someone." Mm-hmm. And apparently, Weinstein went. This is all it's, alleged, yeah. as said by disclaimer alleged. Yeah, it's uh, alleged, alleged, <laughs> alleged. I don't know. Oh, God, alleged conservatorship, conservatory. But yeah, so she wait. Weinstein said what? Weinstein went crazy when the director sort of called him out on it. Yeah, and then replaced Sofia Canedo with Asia Argento, who then was abused by. Oh him. my god! No, I didn't know that. Yeah, on that film. Yeah, and and also then sort of like leaked to industry mags that the director had walked off set. So oh essentially fired him without firing him and he was replaced as well. So I wonder when we see when we see films and it's like the director walked off or the director quit midway, mm. whether the pinch of salt we take that with is a yes. Weinstein kind of yeah. pressure from higher powers. What a, abusive, what a abusive powers. Horrifying. So I did not know that. Yeah. Oh my God. So it kind of, it's one of those weird things where, I mean, again... Oh my goodness, me. Hello. But I just thought, interesting. Is Weinstein probably, Weinstein's probably racism, potentially lose her a job but protect her from being abused by him? What a weird conundrum. So strange. I mean, here's an idea just take Weinstein out of the equation. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, which one would you prefer? Oh, would you rather? Um, I'd rather none of those, if that's all right. Imagine. Imagine oh a world. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I was sad to miss the Ace Ventura one, but you absolutely smashed it. Well, we'll have to do the first one, which, you know. Yeah. Obviously. Well, is, this uh... is proof. Look, she's been she's actually been asleep. You're going to get snores all the way through the podcast. But what this has proved is me and you can do. We're still legit together. We can do it. Still. I mean, it takes me three days to watch a film now. 
Oh yeah, but we don't have to. Do, don't have to do films. No, I just well. the only reason we're doing this is so that you can say, please, Anna and Emily, please, please do another. And if you don't, we will anyway because we love doing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so sorry, baby. I gave her a little fright. I gave her a little fright. Startle. I really do think this can come out that where you started with no you're you're right we should talk about it at the start you want to put that at the beginning I think you should go at the start but I think people want to hear about hear from you I, but this is it right so wherever this goes in the reason I don't want to be one of quote quote those mums mm-hmm. is because I don't know how interested people are in listening to that. And I don't mean this as a beggar shout out, like, do you want me to talk about my child? But I actually don't know. It's people... so interesting. It's that feeling of like, are they going to switch off because I'm talking... I'm talking about motherhood? I'm talking about motherhood. I'm talking about my kid. I'm talking about milk and poo. But I... It's okay. weird. I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't know if people want to... When I'm listening to stuff, I don't think it's put me off, but I've definitely been like, I've definitely thought, oh, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. You had a baby. But you've got to have space to talk about, like, what's going on. I would, at some point, like to talk about the whole experience mm-hmm. with you yeah. and with this. Because I think it's important for people to know. But again, uh, the, to the people that listen to Still Legit, want, I don't know. I don't know. I think people want to hear from you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. whatever that is. But I know what you mean, and... Someone did suggest we do an episode about the representation of motherhood in Hollywood. Oh, well, that could be. And I just drag it down and talk all about me. Is that what you want? Like like most episodes. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yes. Okay. well, let's do that. We'll put the facade of Hollywood motherhood because we've been to LA darling oh darling we've been to LA oh listeners we're just like you but we did do our show in LA we've been to LA we did sup on Venice Beach that's how I I wanted to say we had supper but we didn't so that's a lie did we we did we had sups yeah we did (gasps) in Venice Beach yeah okay well we're just like you just like you oh darling hey more hello just I think to finish off, I really want to say how much I hate doing the podcast without you. Uh, well, you're not now because we're on it together. I'm holding the microphone next to you. I know. I just really, um, I just really like you, mate. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I'm really emotional. Are you? Yeah, cry but like, I can't cry. I can't spare. Cry. I can't spare the liquid. Like I don't. Well, leak some milk. I don't. <laughs> we'll leak milk. <laughs> I will. Have an emotional breast response. I have oversupply of milk. Oh, yeah. And everyone says I'm very lucky. It really hurts and I leak, like, literally Emily's tits thinks she has twins. Yeah, because I thought it'd be a good idea to try and express for when I go back to work. And uh, I told my body that I'd had twins. And now they just leak all the time. And it's disgusting. Oh, guys, do you want to talk about your balls? Do you know what we have to go through? Leaky fucking nipples. I was just thinking about it the other day. I was like, so we've got about we've got about a decade yeah. of a run up to just being you're just like a kid, and then it's like boom, periods, deal with that yeah. every month of your whole life. Oh now, boom, childbirth, deal with that every time you want to make a human being, and then boom, your kids have just left. 
here's the menopause, go fuck yourself. And yeah. each one of those yeah. things we're not meant to talk about. And also, we're not meant to talk about it. So we're not meant to talk about menopause? You're just meant to have hot flushes? Oh, women always talk about things like menopause. You're not don't meant to talk about it. periods? No, all of these things, like... We're not meant to talk about them. Also, I find it very selfish of the male body that it has all of the apparatus mm. for breastfeeding, but it can't be bothered. Yeah. What's your nipples for? What's your nipples for? Just to fucking for? show them off at me. Oh, you're allowed yours out in the street because they're inactive. I think they're one of the worst yeah. decisions that was ever made, and I assume it was by a male, was to sexualise breasts. It was the stupidest thing. Well, oh, so now I have to put a little cloth over my baby's head when I breastfeed, do I? But it's interesting, isn't it? Because the female secondary sexual features are breasts. Mm. Male secondary sexual features, do you know? Mm. Beard. Oh, fuck off. But you don't get a man to cover up their beard. Only when they're working in a food environment. <laughs> and even then, not often enough. I always wondered when I went to McDonald's, is this so I don't find the male workers too attractive? <laughs> is this so I don't objectify? I, well, I find it the other way around. The guy giving me my McFlurry. Because I walk in and I'm like, oh my God, they've put a fishnet on the beard. <gasps> fishnet tights fishnet on a beard. Fetish, <laughs> this is too much <laughs> Fuck the fetish website. Whoa. We're going for a takeaway. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. I feel like there's many places and it's going to be wonderful, but I've just got this lovely image now. So nice. Um, and it's it, just not fair. It's not fair. In Japan, um, again, I believe I'm not speaking out of turn here, but I think in Japan, historically, breasts are not sexualized, and so breastfeeding women would walk around topless or... Cantering around the fields yeah, like just cantering Mrs. Tumnus. <laughs> <laughs> Bosoms akimbo. Like a fairy woodland story. Yeah, just like... They, no, I didn't know that. that. Yeah, that's not a sexualised traditionally. I mean, obviously, Western culture has pervaded across In the way the that it does. In the way that it does. Yeah. But yeah, it's a choice. It is a choice. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there are attachments there. I get it. But like, just in the way that I can control myself when I see a man with a beard and a hairy chest, just, just about, just about <laughs> control myself. <laughs> control yourselves, guys. Also, I don't find, it's not really fair, because I don't find, and I think many people would agree, penises sexy. See, I think, I think they are. Do you? Yeah. I think, I, I have to say, I know that this I is not... I think they look funny. They remind me of that character from The Muppets with the nose. Beaker? Is it Beaker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They look like Beaker. That's true. They do look like Beaker. But then I do and think... And I've always wanted to shag Beaker, to be fair. <laughs> of all the Muppets. But I yeah, you want to find them sexy. Ooh, there's a poll. Penises, sexy or funny? I just think, okay, here we go. I think it, there can be a slightly lazy... Penis. Female. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, there can be a slightly lazy sort of trotted out at a girls' night type thing of like, oh, God, penises are so ugly. They're so ugly. And I'm like, have you seen a vagina? Like, I think they're beautiful. See, isn't that interesting? Yeah. But don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan. Hang on, let me just show you this. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like, they're as beautiful as a penis. As a Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah. <laughs> No, well, I'm like, I'm sure it's all relative, isn't it? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. And I 
Oh, I God. Mean, I once was at a party. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm so sorry, guys, but I have to tell you. I was at a party. We'd had a few sherries. We were in a nice, quiet room, just chilling out. And this very, like, this gorgeous and very fabulous guy, who I didn't really know, came in. I think there was a bunch of us girls all kind of laying on the bed, kind of just chilling out. Actually, how did he... I don't know how he got to this point, but he ended up saying, vaginas, no thank you, they're God's scrambled eggs. Oh my God, God's scrambled eggs. I like you say, in the eye of the beholder. I remember what, just on that note... Just saying, genitals of all kinds are welcome with me, but I, um, I like penises. Once had a conversation with a guy, this has just reminded me of that, had a conversation with a guy and uh, he was talking about going on Big Brother and he really wanted to go on Big Brother and this was years ago before Big Brother was like what it is now. Yeah, no judgement here. Well, it was just great at the start. It was a social experiment like we'd never seen. Yeah, yeah. And I said, but sure. would you really want to go on that? You might have to eat fish guts or something. And he was like, I've kissed a girl once. <laughs> And I've never forgotten it or spoken to him again since because I was trying to date him. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. But, uh, um, yeah, sorry, Big Brother would be me. a good one. It's not legit, is it? I don't know. Oh, well, I've ruined that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved the first, the first ones. I thought they were really great. Yeah, I think that would be really... In, in reality TV and as a whole, actually, would be really interesting to look at. Yeah. Because I've well, got a strong will. opinion. All right, we will. We will. But for now... Bye. Bye for now. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there. Let's wrap it up there. Yeah. It was great to see you, baby. I love you. Oh, love you too. You're still legit. You're still legit, girl. And also, she's a fucking great friend. <laughs> Keeping that in. Shame she couldn't make it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>